This is your season, your season for blessing. And I want to read a scripture. It's in Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 8 and verse 9. And other seed fell on good ground and did yield fruit or a harvest that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30 times, some 60 times, and some a hundred times. And Jesus said unto them, He that has ears, let him hear this. I was uh, speaking to my good friend, uh, Brother James Payne in Nashville. He and I were together on a television show on Love World Network recently. And James reminded me that in Genesis 1:11, the seed was created. And every seed had and has an assignment. Every seed was given the ability to die, to resurrect, and then to multiply. In the natural realm, the seed waits on the season. But listen to this. In the supernatural realm, it's different. The season is waiting on the seed. Now, you might say, well, Richard, how can this be? How, how is this possible? Well, because everyone knows uh, in the natural, there is a time that you plant. And usually, that's in the spring. But God, who created everything, does not have to wait for the right season because He is the Lord of both the seed and the season. You see, He controls the seasons and says, whenever you sow, or in other words, whenever you give unto God, that's the reason, the season, I should say, for you to receive your harvest. Now, when Brother James said this to me, it began to revolutionize my thinking about this Bible concept. And it reminded me of the story that my grandfather, Reverend E.M. Roberts, told me when I was a boy. Back in the Depression days in Pontotoc County in southeast Oklahoma, my grandfather was a pastor and a farmer. He established 12 churches, but he also farmed. And one summer, a hailstorm came and destroyed his crop in the field. And my grandfather said, I walked out on the, on the porch and I saw the crop was destroyed. I began to weep because I knew there'd be no money, there'd be no harvest. When his wife, my grandmother, Claudius Priscilla, came out and said, Ellis, she called him Ellis, Ellis, go inside the house and get that $100 bill you've been hiding from me. <laughs> my grandfather always kept a $100 bill hidden in the secret compartment of his wallet because those were depression days and he never would allow anybody to call Reverend E.M. Roberts broke. She said, honey, go inside and get that $100 bill. Take Oral, my dad, and Vaden, his brother, my uncle, and hitch up the wagon and go to town and go to Jeter's feed store, buy seed. The Roberts family are going to replant. Well, my grandfather knew that in the natural, it was too late in the season. The frost would come and the freeze would follow in Oklahoma and the crop would be lost. By the way, somebody getting healed of a cataract in your right eye right now, even as I'm telling this story. But he also knew enough not to argue with his Pentecostal wife. And so he and my dad and uh, my uncle Vaden hitched up the wagon, went the few miles into town and pulled up in front of Jeter's feed store. Mr. Jeter was standing out on the porch. I, I can hear my grandfather telling me this story. He said, Brother Roberts, how did your farm do? And my grandfather said, well, all the crops destroyed. And Mr. Jeter replied, yes, all the farms in this area are, are destroyed. There'll be no harvest this year, no money. A sad day. My grandfather pulled out that $100 bill from his overalls and handed it to Mr. Jeter. 
and said, the Roberts are going to replant. We've come to buy seed. And Mr. Jeter just started to laugh. But suddenly, my grandfather said that Mr. Jeter's face changed. And he told his sons, go around back with this wagon and open the big feed doors and load Brother Robert's wagon with seed. They're going to replant. Well, the next morning, uh, all of our kin came from the miles around and the whole Roberts clan began to replant while people in the area who had heard the story by now lined up on the fence posts to watch and to mock and to laugh at people dumb enough to plant seed in Oklahoma in the middle of the summer. But the Roberts family just kept their heads down and kept planting, kept planting, kept planting. You know, funny thing happened in Pontotoc County that year. The frost was unusually late. And the frost and the freeze was even later than that. And there was only one farm in the area that got a harvest that year. And it was the Roberts farm. My friend, your season is waiting on your seed. And Jesus said that seed was sown and it produced a 30 times, 60 times, 100 times harvest. I'm telling you, God does not operate by the rules of mankind. He operates by his own supernatural rules. And why? while the seed waits on the season in the natural, it doesn't work that way in the supernatural realm. When you sow, that becomes your season. I began to think about what people are going through and what people are believing for for 2021. I want to ask you a question. What are you believing for? Is it something in your body you need, you need better health was it? Is it in your marriage? Is it in your business? Is it in your job? Is it in your, your emotions? Is it in your finances? Is it in your marriage? Is it in a relationship in some other area of your life? What is it? What are you believing for for 2021? What are you expecting God to do? Well, in order for that to come in the way you want it to come, in the way I want it to come, I believe we need to sow now, not later. You say, well, it's not the right season. Oh, yes. It becomes your season when you sow. And notice that Jesus talked about 30 times, 60 times, and 100 times. And he said, let them who have ears hear what I'm saying to you. And there's something very significant about the number 100. I was praying the other day with Colleen, who, who helps to get our letters uh, to you. I just wrote my partner letter, and you friends and partners would have just received it because I told that story about my grandfather in the letter. And we were praying, and the Lord began to deal with my heart about this number 100. And I did a Bible search. And I found that, in, according to Mark 8, which I read earlier, this, this scripture and this, this uh, 100 signifies a, a complete productiveness of seed sown. It also impl implies the multiplication nature of the 100. It speaks of a hundredfold harvest. Now, who wouldn't want to receive a hundredfold harvest from God? I know I do. All throughout the Bible, you can find the number 100. There's just something special about the number 100. Uh, Abraham's son, for example, Isaac, was born when Abraham was 100 years old. And Noah had a son named Shem. And Shem had a son when he was 100 years old. And you'll find that when the Israelites returned 
when the Israelites returned to Jerusalem and to find the city was in ruins, they began to pray. And the Bible says that they gave 100 priestly garments as well as gold and silver to help reestablish, to help reestablish the temple and all the services. You'll notice the use of the word 100, the number 100. The place where, where, where uh, Joseph's bones were carried and then buried were in a field that was purchased by his father, Jacob, many years before for 100 pieces of silver. In Leviticus, God promises his people that if they will obey him, he will give them military victories. And five Israelites would overcome 100 of their enemies. And 100 Israelites would overcome 1,000 of their enemies. Isaiah chapter 65 indicates that in the new millennium, people will live for at least 100 years. You see, you can find 100 all through the Bible. In Matthew 19, Jesus said to his disciples, everyone who's left houses, brothers, sisters, a father, a mother, children, lands, for my sake, that is the sake of the gospel, shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit eternal life. In Genesis chapter 26, Isaac, Abraham's son, sowed in the middle of famine and reaped a hundredfold blessing. Even the Roman centurion who came to Jesus in behalf of his military aid, whom the Bible says was grievously tormented with the palsy, comes into play concerning the number 100 because the word centurion, which he was, means that he was a, an army captain over 100 soldiers. This number 100 signifies that which is complete. And Jesus speaks of 100-fold blessing. What are you believing for for 2021? It's time to sow into what you're believing for. And the Lord impressed me in my heart to challenge you along the lines of the number 100. Challenge you to sow a special $100 seed unto the Lord through this ministry this month. And to aim it toward what you're believing for for 2021. This Place for Miracles podcast is supported by the donations of the friends and partners of Oral Roberts Ministries. If you'd like to support this or other outreaches of this ministry, please go to oralroberts.com. We believe that when you give to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, your giving will be abundantly multiplied back to you according to God's Word in Luke 6.38.